Richard. Paul. Hey, it's good to see you here on the Aboard podcast. I'm Paul Ford, co-founder of Aboard. Rich? I am Rich Ciotti, the other co-founder of Aboard. And Rich, I want to take you on a little journey right now. Are you ready? I am... Are we okay. going to Dave and Buster's? Oh my God, man. That is, have you been to Dave and Buster's? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I do not. This is an anti-endorsement of Dave and Buster's. Man, I had a even, turkey sandwich there. It was terrible. Even if you win in the video game, your game is over. It's a depressing place a little bit. It's my not, kids like it. It's not know. really an arcade. Like You can't win. It's just, it's just we're going to funnel money away from you as a, as a process. Um, yeah. I think that's right. So. Anyway, that's not what this is about. That's not what no. this is about. Um, although at the, it's just like after you spend $80 and your son gets three cents worth of Pokemon cards and you're like, uh, you start to feel like a fool. <laughs> I just, let's just talk. <laughs> it's about a lot. It. What people want to hear us do is complain about Dave and Buster's. So we're not going to do Take that. Take me gonna... on a journey, Paul. Right. Thank you for reminding me about the podcast that we're currently doing. Um, Rich, did you see our ad on reddit.com? I did not. Yeah, yes, oh, you yeah. did. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, you did. It's great. It's yeah. great. Uh, it was uh, in a subreddit called Productivity. Yeah. Where they give tips. People give tips and like, check out this new tool that lets you create shortcut keys for doing this and doing that. And it's great. And I saw our ad and it was neat to see an ad. Now. Did you click on the ad for a board.com? Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, you know, the video was so snappy. I paused. Usually I scroll with like a bit of drool coming off the corner of my mouth on Reddit. Mm -hmm. And here I was like, huh, this is, looks like an intriguing product. And I stopped and then I tapped on it. And then it did something weird, actually. It didn't take me somewhere else. It sort of split Reddit in two. The the video kept playing, and then it showed some some marketing stuff. And then, where did you go? Did you go to our website at aboard.com? It was on my phone. I tapped on Get the Free App, and uh, I was taken to the App Store, at which point I closed my phone. <laughs> did you get the app? I did. All right. It's a beautiful app. app. I was like, let me try this thing. It's free. First off, it's free. So I downloaded the app. As soon as I got into the app, I had to sign up. Mm. And I signed up. I was like, okay, I can sign up. Now, I wasn't going to fill a form out, but it did let me sign in with my Apple ID. I'm on an mm -hmm. iPhone. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, once I did that, uh, it said, welcome to a board. It gave me a little onboarding experience, like cute little you know, visuals to explain what the thing was. Mm, onboarding. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I know the term. I don't think other people call it onboarding. Well, I think they could, see it as like introduction to the product. We could talk about that. And then now uh, you're subscribed to our newsletter and uh, you've been- Okay, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, Let me just coming. get that out there. Did you get that welcome email or maybe the second email saying, hey, we're glad you're here and some tips and tricks? 
I, I did. I got I got both. I got thanks for signing up. Welcome to a board. And then uh, I got a follow up with like, hey, here's some cool ways to get going. It's a lot. I mean, it, this all started with me scrolling through a subreddit. And you, let me be clear. You are one out of maybe 20, 30,000 people. You're a very special person. Yeah, I can't tell if that's a compliment or an insult. Well, we'll find out. So look, what I just had you do was walk with me through, ready for this word, ready for a, a very businessy word. I am. The funnel. Oh, boy. Yeah, the funnel. Just think of a triangle. And at the top of the triangle, it's, it's a triangle with the pointy end pointing down. Mm-hmm. And at the top of it is mass humanity flooding in. And every step, fewer and fewer people actually do the things that are in the funnel. So f- you need people to click on the ad. Well, that's all of humanity. We show them an ad as many as we can, and they click on it, and a certain percentage Most fly by. Through. Most fly by. A certain percentage click through. Yeah. Certain, certain percentage are like, actually, that looks good to me. I'm going to go install the app. Okay. And then they actually get to the app store. Only a certain percentage actually install the app. I see. So what you're saying is it sort of takes me on this little journey, and every step of the journey, you shed some people. They're like, ah, I don't feel like dealing downloading an app. I or, mean, ah, I don't feel like doing this or ah, I don't feel like doing that. Think and about yourself through the course of the day. All the things that you shop for and don't buy. Right. And so <clears throat> that leaves a little trail and you kind of get to know those percentages. That is the funnel. So we're in this interesting spot as a startup where a lot of the software is built. There are features to come for a board, like a table view that's really robust and strong. We're working on it. More mobile stuff, more editing on mobile. Like I can, mm-hmm. I can list a hundred things, but none of those are the things that will make or break us. They're, they are things we have to build, but they don't define the product in the same way that like saving cards and making them visual, like these sort of big, these big product features. So what okay. we have, so now we have something that works that people like. That I guess, you know, actually at this point, over a thousand people are, are in and using on a regular basis. Okay. And now we have to go tell the next hundred thousand. Yeah. I think if I can pause the little exercise for a second and just mention, um, you were software people. We're, yeah. I wouldn't consider myself a marketer. And we couldn't be more excited at the level of engagement once people make it through. It's excellent. Like, by any measure, like there are known statistics out there of what good engagement is. And the engagement on this product is really, really, really good. Where we're having to pretty much go back to school is figuring out just the the classic as seen on TV red meat way to get people all the way through those steps to get in there. Because once mm-hmm. they come in, they seem to love the food. Exactly. So that part I don't think we should talk too much about because we're learning. Like it's so we, we don't have great advice yet. We're running ads in different places where we just, I just mm-hmm. reached out to a bunch of people about smaller newsletters. Some things cost $150 a week and other things cost like $7,000 a minute. Sure. And so we are wrapping our heads around that world, but what's funny. So, okay. So we got to go learn that we're off to do that. And when we learn yeah. things, we'll tell you here on the podcast, I'm not yeah. going to pretend to be a marketing expert. We're, we're, but once you get down that funnel uh-huh. and we're doing onboarding, we're doing pretty good. We're doing really good. Like actually objectively, there's, there's just known metrics out there of what good engagement is on a software product. And we're doing very good. We're doing very well. So I want to, I want to ask you because you were the product manager on this. Okay. 
we were not doing that well at one point. It was, onboarding was kind of all over the place. Well, you just said the word onboarding. And, and, and let's, yeah. let's and now. And to be clear, like I want, I want to just get out in front of this. This is all your responsibility in mind, right? Like this is, yes. people did this work for us, but we told them what to do. So here yes. we are. The first couple versions weren't that great. So yeah, yes, tell the people what onboarding is. Um, I'm going to say it through an analogy. Um, when you walk into a big supermarket, right? Um, you are effectively, you're, you're flooded with choice. Flooded, flooded, flooded with choices. Well, wait, how, how big? Because people out there, if they're a in Walmart. New York City. It's a Walmart. Oh, okay. I mean, not like, a, a not giant, like key food. Even key food, but let's go bigger. Let's say Walmart. What about, what about C-Town? C with the letter C, town. Again, a lot of information coming at you the minute you walk yes. in, right? Okay. And, and what you got to keep in mind is for someone coming in the very first time, they have no obligation. They're instantly bored and they could just flip over to Instagram in like three seconds and entertain themselves. Wait, and you're at the, but wait, I'm confused. Are we at the supermarket or on our phones? Let's go back to the supermarket. Okay. Okay. When you step into the supermarket, if, if the, I need to A, get your attention, B, get you to pause and take in some new information, and C, hopefully get you to con keep going and convert based on that new information. Now, why am I bringing right, you, up the you supermarket? You be the, su you be the supermarket. I'm going to go in the supermarket. Ready? Go into the supermarket. Oh, man, I need to get some apples. You walk in the fur Doritos uh, Chicken Ranch is here. It's a giant display, about eight feet high, yellow. It's got bags of Doritos in it. And guess what? They're 50 cents, whereas Doritos is usually $4 a bag because I need you, know you to what? try that it. That looks amazing. I thought I was going to buy healthy apples, but I hate myself. So maybe I'll have some of those. Yes. Now. No, no, damn it. I'm not going to have those. No, because so, I'm trying to live an extra year or two. So here's the first thing that we needed to have happen. If I had put that display in the back of the supermarket, you wouldn't have seen it. I needed it to be front and I needed you essentially. I, you're almost like a rat in a maze. I need you to see this immediately. And by the what's way, the worst, what's the worst part of Doritos, by the way? Like, I'm, as you're saying this, I'm getting Dorito mouth. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't want to know what you're talking about. No, but it's like that. They're so salty. Oh, it's the worst. I don't your, like Doritos, your mouth, by the way. And your, ha your hands get that feeling, and it's like simultaneously greasy and dry. It's like, awful. It's, it's awful. Yeah, it's, like, it's like you've been at the beach too long, and someone has poured ranch dressing oil over your body instead of suntan lotion. That's what it's I don't like know how many Doritos you're eating, but it doesn't sound good. Well, again, before Manjaro, but now yeah, yeah, yeah. many, not so many. Yeah. Um, okay. So. so positioning, essentially, I need you to, I need to interrupt your flow, actually. You're, it's, like a, it's like a toll booth. I need to stop you get you to stare at the big yellow display and I need you to take a minute and you may not. What? A lot of people. Why do you need it? I just want to buy some apples. Why you got to do that? I'm going to come give you my hard earned money. Why you got to sell me Doritos? Well, I mean, that's the thing. It is, by the way, to convince a supermarket or to convince a Walmart to put a display front and center, 
That is prime real estate, right? Because yeah. they know that you're just coming in. You haven't made a choice on which aisle yet. It is people pay money to this, to do that. This broke this broke my heart when I learned it about bookstores, like the big ones. They, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. end caps, the ends of the the the, the aisles. Yeah, yeah, the aisles um, are real estate. Like the publishers would buy them, and yeah. actually, what what they're finding, interestingly, is that by letting the bookstores actually control those more and making it less about commerce and more about experience, bookstores are performing much better mm. in in the real world mm. because you can, you know, because basically everybody's jamming it down your eyeballs on Amazon, mm. right? Mm. But if you're going into the bookstore, you actually are looking for a kind of connection, and it, it rewards that. You're on a journey, right? And, and yeah. your attention is split. We, uh, what are we competing with? We're competing with the fact that the device the person is on that is visiting a new experience that they've decided to give us a minute on has given that person 5,000 other options for entertainment, and some are um, incredibly familiar and gratifying to them. And so we're competing with such deep patterns and we need you to stay here for like an extra minute. We don't need 20 minutes. We just need a minute. And so we have to but catch a, your yes, attention. But, but it's a consumer minute, not an enterprise minute. Enterprise minutes are cheap. You have to use this to fill out your expense report. I can make you watch an hour long video. Welcome to the firm. Let me show you the tool we use to get our work done. It is how you will get paid. <laughs> then I'm, I'm very to, different. If it takes me a week, to learn all the little forms. That's right. This is partly why enterprise software or you know corporate software is so awful. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be engaging. Um, and so- you, you know what is throwing people though, and this is an interesting side note, and I think this is driving a lot of change in the entire industry, is that young employees have never used laptop computers. They grew up on phones and- Touchscreens. iPads, touchscreens, yeah. whatever, yeah. right? And let's say they didn't go to college. Maybe it's not a college job. It's like a security guard job. Yeah. They still have to do the onboarding and watch all the HR videos. That's right. And it's all on desktop. So what happens is in order to get them to do the compliance stuff, they have to teach them how to use a computer first, which That's is right. ridiculous. It has nothing to do with their job. I mean, concepts like that you and I take for granted because we're from an older generation, like folders, yeah, files, the idea of a file and a folder. And um, I, I, you ever use the files app on like an iPad or your, or your uh, it's iPad? a crime. Well, it doesn't really work like not as well as that. Like it, it, it just sometimes it just hangs like Apple clearly was like, all right, we heard you. You want this to be a desktop replacement here. We will put it's our terrible. absolutely worst engineers on this nonsense. It's terrible. I mean, I think yeah. I think they saw a convergence of the computer and the I mean, the truth is the computer has given way. There's way more phones and touch and tablets out in the world than computers now. Like there's 90% chance, by the way, that one of the people who works on Apple Files app is is listening to this right now. And, and thank just, you for your work, whoever you yeah, are. I would, we appreciate I, it. It is better. It's it's better than nothing. Yeah. It's better than Android. I mean, look, so. I guess what we're getting at here is even though someone has I think you, you started this <clears throat> by talking about the funnel. I yes. think what most people people view funnel as like sales funnel. It's a CRM thing. How do I get leads? How do I convert leads into purchases? We as software people view the funnel a little differently. The funnel doesn't end if I got you to sign up. 
the funnel actually pierces through into the application experience and is still, the work is not done yet because we can have people sign up and then people poke, they click two things and they say, bye, and they never come back. Can I tell you something as a kind of reluctant capitalist that drives me bananas? You are not allowed to say you're a reluctant capitalist anymore. No, I'm, I'm an eager capitalist. Um, the funnel is a horrible concept because it is about who is, it's about getting more people kind of jammed through a hole, like shove yeah. them down that tunnel, march them, yeah. march them along. Yeah. And you do it with ads and you do mechanisms like that. And yeah. So what I bugs agree. me, it bugs me because like what we're actually articulating here, look, we're getting lots of emails about the product. And, you know, we recently said like, hey, if you want to become a beta tester for a board on iOS, we'll give you a hat. Yeah. And we got a lot of really, f we got fun responses. Yeah. Are those people our best friends? No. Are they giving us their kidneys? No. But do they kind of want a hat? Yes. They want That's the nature of that. That's, I have built wonderful friendships in my life basically on the idea that somebody might want a hat and somebody else might have a hat. Like I'm okay with that. Yeah. So Rich, as we're building this company, I want us to keep thinking about the funnel. And I want to actually talk a little bit more about onboarding before we're, before we're done here as relationship building and the mm. relationships might not end in someone giving us money for the software. They might go on for a long time and they might, I want us to be thinking about how we keep delivering value and keep the relationship interesting and lively mm -hmm. for the entire duration of the time that people want to be using this product. Yeah, and and that is that is that's a great goal, right? That's how you really build businesses and it takes enormous amounts of patience to do that. Um I I think I think the challenge with with putting something out on the internet is that the, the backdrop is so noisy and mm -hmm. so insane that the idea of saying, even saying, I want to have a relationship with you is it just, it's so, it's so yeah, just, far away. You just away. did it. You just did it. If I, if I respond to any tweet and say, I want to have a relationship with you. Yeah. Everyone is going to go get. You're a stalker. You're creepy. Yeah. Get out of my yeah. way. Yeah. And and so, and and I think, and I think, we underestimate the amount of legwork it really takes to build a relationship. You just can't do it. That's why everyone hates getting emails from people they don't know. That's why um, people don't want to be sold to, um, and relationships take time that is just the fact of life that's why I make you, a, yeah go 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 no finish no it. no I'm go sorry. ahead i want to make a kind of brutal observation which is that a tremendous amount of conversation about marketing and marketing online really focuses on authenticity the brand being kind of a direct voice um and uh sort of like you know being being sort of your real authentic self as as a company and then communicating with people and if you think about it, like when you meet that person at the party and they start telling you about their divorce in the first five minutes, mm, mm. it's kind of a drag. Like it's yeah. kind of not great. Like it yeah. actually comes with a tax. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say as the person who does want to build good long-term relationships with customers and users and uh, with communities, that too much sincerity is kind of dangerous up front. 
It's like being at a party. We, when, when you're out there advertising, it should be small talk. That's a great observation, right? Um, it should be, hey, we did a thing. We don't want to be too pushy. We think it'll make your life better. <laughs> we think it'll help you. Yeah. Um, thanks. And then you, you keep going. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think this speaks, and we're probably going to have another podcast about a different way of engaging people and getting people to connect, right? We, what we're seeing, and I think I, think I have, a, I want to bring this back to the, you know, the, the talk of 2023, which is AI. I think AI is going to, I mean, it's a prediction I'm going to make, is going to um, give relationships in business a second wind. I think it's going to actually further emphasize the importance of people connecting with people to build business relationships, professional relationships, and the like. Because Wait, let me let me give you what you're saying because I think it's actually people could jump to the wrong conclusion. Because here's what's going to happen now with AI. Hi, my name is Jim, and I know that you like shoes. Yeah. So here's 25 amazing shoe facts that ChatGPT generated. I didn't tell you that part. Mm-hmm. And uh, hit reply, and then the AI responds. That's not what you're talking about. That's definitely not what I'm talking about. I think what's going to happen is AI will eat away at the rote tasks that humans do, mm. leaving humans to actually figure out, have to figure out how to get people to connect on a personal level with a brand, with a product, with anything. Because it's all going to get, it's all going to feel very, very similar, right? Like how do you get people and how does that happen? It happens through relationships. That's, that's literally how it happens. It happens to, and, and, and why does that matter? It matters because it turns out as icky as it sounds, people like to see other people. I know this is sounding old school in, in, in a way, but it is coming back again and again as a theme. And and I think people, it still matters to people. Well, I'll give you, there's a, there's a meme going around right now. And so somebody is posting a picture of a goose that was generated by Dolly, chat GPT. Sort okay. of like, you know. Sounds exciting. And for every 10 likes this tweet gets, I will tell chat GPT to make the goose sillier. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. the thing now. And so 10, 10 images in, the goose is inside of a giant galaxy with you know huge eyes and just it's yeah. a really silly goose but what happens is as people keep picking up on this meme when you realize it keeps making the same image like it kind of only goes in one direction yeah 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 and then at the same time there's all these people out there going like if you're an illustrator or a writer or a copywriter you should expect your job to be gone in two years there's a lot of and threats want, there's a lot of threats with ai right what i want to do is grab these bearded men by their shoulders and yeah. just say have you ever been to a major museum. Have you ever <laughs> gone to the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City and looked around at the variety of things that are there, seen the hundreds of thousands of people who come through, yeah. and realized that AI can't make that stuff. It yeah. can make stuff that kind of looks like that stuff, but there is more to life yeah. than what can be generated by the bot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel that, like, I know that that's kind of a stretch, but I think that that is also... We, we assume that business is just ultimately this transactional thing, whereas I actually think of it as like just a fundamental human way of 
interacting with the world, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's about the transactions when you go buy into an index fund mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On, the, on the market, but mm-hmm. it's not about the transactions when you're trying to help a not-for-profit, you know, organize a yep. set of events in their community. I want to I want to close with a this actually echoes. Well, wait, you didn't answer my question, which is how did onboarding get better? What what changed that now people actually are going through learning and using this tool? Um, I, I think I think well, okay, I'll tell you specifically what we did differently. We used to drop you into this complicated place, and then they would have little stickers in different places telling you what things were, mm-hmm. right? Which Looks good Common to us. Pattern. Common pattern. Yeah. Looks good to us. We backed up and said, before they can even see anything, let's talk to them directly for a minute. And they may, you know, it's the classic next, 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 until you get to the actual experience. Essentially, it's sort of like a guided tour, a very light 20 second guided tour. And just, that can you guys all difference. slow down? Just yeah, slow down. Exactly. And let me show you what this thing is. That's right. That's right. And that improved things a lot. Also, I feel like for the so last instead six months, of instead of contextual tips, it was contextual tips. I think both are good. I just don't mm-hmm. think you. I, I think you can't parachute someone who was just watching like poodle videos a minute mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. <laughs> into a thing and say, "Okay, bear with me as I take you through the dashboard." Like nobody wants it. Fair. That's that's just the consumer world right now. Um, uh, I also will say for the last six months, it has been an exercise in taking things away and simplifying things in our product. Like we're not, we haven't talked about a board. This is about a board, but you're going to find that most people don't know or don't care to know about all the fancy stuff you did. And you have to keep it really, really, really simple. Um, Cause they're going to give you a minute. It's also leading to this very funny dynamic where people go, I got an email yesterday from someone I've known for years. And he said, look, I'd really like to use this. And he named a competitor, but my team wants the ability to save particular images or sections of text from a website. Yeah, and it turns out the product can already do that. Which felt really good. It was the fastest software development I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but, you know, and it's also a little worrisome because it's like, um, I yeah. think that's going to happen a lot. I just had a call with someone and they were like, I need to, I would just like to upload a file. Right. And and if you look at the, I was, she, we pulled it up and it says when you add something to the tool, paste the link or type anything you want. It doesn't say anything else. Again, it's but like, how do we turn this into relationship building? And I think like that's a case, right? Like you can either go, oh man, we gotta like really slam a jam them yeah. with, uh, with more data and facts about this thing. And there's a little truth in that, but yeah. I think the other aspect is more conversations, figure out the tone that works, assume that people are busy and that you are the least important thing in their day. You have to have that humility. Otherwise, you're never going to go anywhere. It's just to assume that people are excited about your thing is 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 a disaster. It just doesn't. I'll t- yeah. I'll tell you, if there's one quality people associate with you and me, it's humility. I'd like to think so, Paul. No, I don't think that's true at all. Right, fine. But... But regardless, we are we are humbly here to help our users, and that will never change. Yes. Um, all right, Richard. So, you know, the funnel. I just wanted to, like, get us talking about the funnel. I think we funnel, can talk about think... it for another hour. We won't uh, do that. Um, what people don't know, Paul, is that by listening to this podcast, they are inside of a funnel. Why? Oh, that's true. What is the product that sponsors this podcast, Paul? 
It's a great point. The product is called Abord. You might have heard us mention it eight or 900 times in the previous 20 minutes. Yes. Um, Abord is a tool for managing all kinds of things. It saves web links, turns them into cars. It's a note-taking tool. Um, but mostly what it does is it, it takes lots of complicated data, turns it into simple cards that you can organize and visualize in ways that are very intuitive. And what we're finding is people kind of get it. So if you haven't used it yet, jump on in um, and, and take a look and see how it might work for you. It's great for like planning a vacation. It's good for, we use it for bug tracking. Like it's, it's just our opinion on how to make a better software world that allows you to talk and communicate with others and works on your phone. Well said. Uh, like, subscribe, turn on notifications, give us five stars. You've been listening to the Abort Podcast. Have a wonderful week. You may now leave the funnel. <laughs> Absolutely. And, we, you know, but that said, we'll probably invite you to a party pretty soon. Yeah. Another <laughs> funnel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.